Hey guys, it's Kiki, and I'm here to review Season 1, Episode 8 of BET Presents The Encore, entitled A Misdirection. Not only are we human, but we're under a microscope, and that's such a rare thing to have when, you know, when you're used to just living your everyday life. So I just want you to know that you know, the other day when I went on live and I mentioned, you know, something about your wife, I should never have even taken it that far because I'm upset and I felt some type of way. You mentioned Harv and, you know, however the context was that you mentioned it, I felt some type of way, but I still feel, like I told you, I feel like, and when I feel something's wrong in my gut, I can't not say something because I'm just a... I'm an energy kind of person. So when I feel something's wrong with my gut, I have to say it. So I just want to let your wife know that I'm sorry. And I did not mean to bring her weird. Our reality TV, oh, Instagram, Facebook, social media life. And, you know, cause anything between the two of you. Because you know that I got nothing but love for you love her and i really want everybody just people to see black people actually working together and getting along and it not being that narrative of we can't reconcile some shit because we can you know absolutely absolutely and um i definitely appreciate you you know um apologizing i I think we can all recognize that we were in an atmosphere that we don't normally work in, you know what I'm saying? As cameras, we work in real life. We know each other in real life. And um, yeah, you know, that situation is, you know, a very expensive situation, you know what I mean? And um, my thing is, is that, you know, as a God, you know what I mean? Like forgiveness is a real thing for me that I practice in my real life. And so, you know, I still love y'all. I think that you guys are superstars. Um, you guys are a huge reason why I even wanted to do the show in the first place, because I knew if, you know, if anything, you know, the three of us, you know what I'm saying? Myself, you and your sister, I know we got to hit a nest without no help. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I definitely want to give you those, those flowers, you know what I'm saying? For you and your sister, you know, and, and, you know, you're right. Black people do need to see black people fight, of course, but then you need to see us reconcile and forgive each other. And if you know anything about real black, black-ass family, real black-ass family, that's exactly how it go. You have drag-out arguments. You say all kind of shit you might not mean or you sit out of emotion, and then guess what? Y'all go get something to eat. You know what I'm saying? You might cry together, and you figure it out as a man of God. Let me just say that Cosign is a better person than me. Um, That was Felicia. You know, the twin with the triple XL sized wig on her live apologizing to Cosign and his wife. Ain't no apology, babe. <laughs> Ain't no backtracking. You made that accusation with your whole chest. And um, y'all can say, um, you know, Christian forgiveness. Fuck that. Fuck you. Fuck your wig. And fuck your sister. Now let's get into tonight's episode. So we pick up immediately where we left off. Nivea has just fleed the scene. We have Keely and the twins sitting outside. And the twins have the audacity to wonder out loud, 
are we running people out of here? Girl, what 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 do you think? <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, Nivea, she she's gonna regret doing that, you know. She was the best, you know. She she could really sing, she was funny, she brought the house together. It's like funny how y'all wanna treat people like shit, and then when they decide that they don't wanna lay down and take it anymore, then it's oh we miss her. <laughs> what was that thing off of um Martin with him and Tommy Davidson? When he played Varnell, like, where's Varnell? We miss him. (laughs) They're just like, oh, Nivea, come back. You're great. Basically, they started this process with nine women. Now there's seven women, including Keely. And Keely's technically not in the group, okay? And they have five days to complete this project. Misha is in the kitchen with Irish, Pastor Pamela, and Shamari. And she's saying she really liked Nivea and she feels bad because Nivea was initially defending Misha. She was defending um, Misha and Irish against the twins because they were talking shit. So the fact that they got Nivea to that point where she wanted to leave, you know, enough is enough. (laughs) Misha says that she's had it with these bitches. And if they say one more thing, you know, the usual threat that she says every week, basically that the twins say about her and that she says about the twins, like they're gonna go off on each other and I'm just like okay so when when is it gonna happen when y'all been saying this for the past eight weeks pastor Pamela is just sitting there and she's letting it all soak in and she's just like Misha you're the queen like be bigger than that and be better than that period Misha feels like the twins just are here so that they can have a publishing credit duh how do you think Carlos King got them in the house girl he probably sold them on the idea of y'all will get to keep the publishing rights y'all get to make money off of anything just take control that's what producers do in these meetings when they get people to sign on to reality shows they do it for housewives they do it for any type of competition slash show like they sell you what your character and what you are going to do. They sell you on that. And if you don't do it, they're going to let you know. And they're going to go and get in your air and amp you up to amp up the drama. So, yeah, of course, they'd be stupid to come on BET The Encore as producers with hits, even though they're in a writing team, um, and not make a coin off of it or not get credit off of it. So, duh, Lamisha, that's why, <laughs> that's why they're here. Shamari said that she did not leave Mr. Telephone Man and her children slash twins to come here and all this argument and have an unfinished project. So they gonna have to figure something else out because this is not working. Lamisha and Irish go outside for their 98th smoke break. They're talking shit about the twins and Keely. Obviously, the twins and Keely can hear them. They're like, oh, somebody out here? And Fallon and Felicia are like, yeah, bitch, we're out here. Like, you're paranoid ass. Like, of course we can hear you. There's a camera right here, bitch. So they start going back and forth. Misha walks up on them. She says that she will handle both of (laughs) y'all. Uh, production steps in, security steps in and separates them. Neither one of those sister sisters were going to bust a grape. Like, I was just like, let me be ages. Both of y'all are too old. Both sets of y'all are too old. Twins or sisters to start getting fisticuffs especially on tv so stop it lamisha gets separated and she says to pack her damn bag she ready to go home (sighs) okay girl so next it's morning irish is reflecting on what happened the night before she says that you know she feels like she came here to teach little girls and that the cheerios twins (laughs) 
That damn Iris, she be having me cracking up in her confessional every week. Not the Cheerios twins. The Cheerios twins have been the reason for all the problems in the house. And if you guys are so experienced, you know, where's the wisdom? Iris says that, you know, her mom has a saying like, um, what is the saying? A hard head makes for a soft ass or a soft behind. That's what's going on with the Cheerios twins. Keely meets up with Aaliyah Janelle, fine ass. You know, they're supposed to be having a rehearsal with all the girls today, but Keely lets Aaliyah, fine ass, know that Nivea's gone. Aaliyah just looks at the camera like she's Michael Scott from The Office. She's like, What? I just talked to Nivea yesterday. What happened? And she's just like, Listen, a huge blow up happened with the Cherished Twins. And if I'm Aaliyah Janelle, I'm just like, Those damn twins. They're going to be the reason I don't get paid. Like, Ali, I think you need to call your lawyer on the phone. You need to call Carlos King and be like, I'm still going to get paid, right? Yeah. <laughs> Keely also lets her know that she's not sure about Misha and Irish. She doesn't know what they're going to do going forward. So everything is basically in limbo. We go upstairs. Misha's up there with Shamari and Pastor Pamela, who is just exceptionally quiet. Pastor Pamela is me when I was in little and my brother used to get in trouble. I'd just be quiet because, listen, I know it's not me. I'm not going to be the one to get beaten. So I'm just sit there and be quiet and play my role as the good one. <laughs> Misha says she just wants to go. She says she tried. She's tired. Um, she lets Irish know, listen, if you want to stay, that's fine. But I'm I'm finna head out. All right. She about to do the SpongeBob me and like, all right, I'm finna head out. Um, Misha says that when she leaves, watch, Keely will magically become a singer again. Ooh, the shade. Because it's true. <coughs> Iris says that despite the fact that Misha and her are not twins, she gonna roll with Misha and do what Misha wants to do. Like, even though they have their own mind, she gonna be rolling with her sister regardless. All right? Period. So speak of the devil, Mr. Carlos King, he brings his ass on down to the mansion, child. He gonna stick beside him. <laughs> Misha and Iris just let him know that they've tried their best. They can't take it anymore and they're gonna go. He's very adamant about asking Iris, oh, are you going to? Like, what? Like, did he just think that she was gonna stay? And no, she she, she rolling with her sister. Um, Yeah. Misha is normally not a quitter, but she has to stand up for herself. So that's it. They're packing their bags and they're getting out of here. Carlos just lets them know, you know, don't worry about travel arrangements. Thank thank you for your services. Don't worry about it. We're going to take care of y'all. And Misha starts to get emotional. And I'm like, girl, all this arguing and fighting y'all done dead. The reason you're emotional is because you're coming down from that Kirkland wine. Okay. That Costco red. Now y'all are coming down off the high of that wine and you're hungover. That's why you're really crying. Shamari, Pastor Pamela, the twins, and Keely are downstairs. And Shamari's just like, so what's the plan? <laughs> what do we do next? The twins are like, well, we got to recut the vocals again. So first they had to recut the vocals because Aubrey left. And then when Aubrey left, because nobody else stepped up, Nivea, you know, she was in a bigger role with the vocals so now they gotta do that shit again and i just if i were the twins i would quit at this point like we have to remix that shit again we gotta recut especially because cosine isn't here like they mentioned that too i think lamisha was like so where's cosine is he banned from the studio because he's not even here <sighs> felicia says that she regrets anybody leaving at this point and that she really regret when 
Aubrey left. Keely's just making faces on the side. She's just a girl. <laughs> she don't regret Aubrey leaving. Y'all know her and Aubrey were arch nemesis. So. <laughs> Aubrey was her op, so she's just like, girl, don't get too crazy. Like, yeah, I, I Aubrey's gone for a reason. Shamari says that she is shocked but not surprised because this is what happens in a girl group. And she reflects on how when they first met Sita Baby, Sita was like, not all of y'all are going to last. And she was like, damn, Sita was actually speaking the truth. Shamari, this is not your first rodeo. Like, you should have already known. You should have already known. Misha comes downstairs and she's top of it. It's bittersweet. Girl, you are not Fantasia. Stop it. She says that this is it. She goes to hug them. Irish comes downstairs. She hugs Pastor Pamela. She hugs Shamari. At first, they're not really giving the Cheerio twins. <laughs> and they're not really acknowledging them. But uh, Fallon, the twin with the smaller wig. Okay. She got the just the large wig. Not the triple XL. She starts getting emotional. She's just like, I just want to say, you know, I apologize she didn't really apologize she was just like I hate to see you guys go and you know I'm sorry so to speak then everybody starts getting emotional Pastor Pamela says that she respects Lamisha and you know she was hoping they would stay but Shamari's just like this is not the last time we're gonna see each other okay all right well I I have in my notes that the twins did apologize because I put the stale face I put lol stale face so everybody's emotional they're crying like I wrote down all these damn tears Iris says that she has not quit ever, not since she was 12 years old, but staying in this house has been a complete struggle. And, you know, she's still got a lot of praying to do for some other people that are left in the the house. (laughs) She says that she initially did this for her son, but her son gonna have to understand sometimes you got to walk away from shit that is not for you. Go ahead, Irish. You damn right. You got to walk away from shit that does not serve you. But um, I thought they were gooping us this whole time. No. Uh, Misha and Irish, they get in their Uber XL. They got all their bags packed in the back of the Uber XL. And they are gone, y'all. Child, who the hell is left in this group? We're back in the house. Misha and Irish have just left. We're here with Pastor Pamela, Keely, Shamari, (laughs) and Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb feel like Misha and Irish left solely because Nivea left. They said that was the straw that broke the camel's back. They feel like if Nivea weren't defending them, they wouldn't have left. How about if y'all hadn't started that whole shit? Really, it was Keely that started the last argument, talking about how bad the choreography rehearsal had went. So really, it's Keely's fault for that whole blow up. Uh, I think it's Fallon saying, you know, emotions were high, but you know, they... They just left because Nivea left. Fallon speaks up and she's just like, listen, I'm going to speak my truth. I don't feel like we're to blame. We're not the reason that all of this have happened. Fallon, is it is it crack that you're smoking? Is it crack cocaine that you are smoking? Y'all have been a, the root of 97.3% of all the problems. I can't. It's not time for me to go off on a screaming rant yet. So I'm going to just hold it. I'm going to just hold it, child. <laughs> they go upstairs to Keely's room. Keely says she is tired and she is over it. Felicia says, listen, I just want to be transparent, Keely. Um, we need you. We, we, we need you. You 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 gotta join the group down now and we need you. Here comes Keely. I I I don't wanna do it because I, I 
I'll look like a hypocrite. Keely, please. Keely basically says that she'll look like a hypocrite if she joins the group now. Um, and that people will think this is what she always wanted. Fallon and Felicia are licking up her wounds and kissing her. Girl, no, you won't look like a hypocrite. Like, who cares what it looks like? This is this is the shit that needs to be done. No. Keely, please. You wanted Aubrey out of the house. You wanted when Aubrey was doing your job and stepping on your toes, you wanted Aubrey out of the way. But now that it's time for you to actually step up and really proactively do shit because if you really wanted to be the creative director, you must have known that this shit was going to have its trials and errors. This is where you step up. Like, Keely, you would never make it in crisis management. You never would make it in PR. Stick to the rivers, lakes, and lifts that you're used to. Thank you. Cosine is back with his very large backpack. Like, what is in there? Are there some beats in there? Like the Dr. Dre beats? some VHS tapes like what is in your book bag sir? Cosine is there to offer the ladies especially the Cheerios twins. Side note when they first saw him it's hey Coast, what's up Coast girl they just smiling and I'm just like 24 hours y'all hated Cosine and he was disrespecting y'all as in the women's department like now it's all smile the girl they smiling at Cosine like they about to give him a lick like what's, what's, what's going on what's really going on? What is it really? They're giving me like, we have a crush on Cosign, but we are going to bully and antagonize him. Maybe y'all want him to cheat on his wife. But anyway, Cosign decides to apologize. Um, You know, he didn't mean to disrespect them. You know, I feel like Cosign went home to his wife and he's like, did was what I said misogynistic? And she was like, listen, let me write it out on a post-it what you should say to them the next time you see them. But Cosign's here to apologize, y'all. He wants to empower them and he wants to be a part of the women's empowerment. um, (laughs) He's there to support them despite the fact that goddamn half the house done left, y'all. Felicia says that, you know, she don't believe (laughs) Cosign. She's like, yeah, you know, your words and the flowers, they mean something. But, you know, actions speak louder. Girl, like, do y'all never get, do y'all not take a break from being awful people? Do you not? See the baby pops up and she's there to gather the women. She wants to know. <laughs> What's the, <coughs> see to talk about. We went from nine women to five. What's the goings on? <laughs> Cedar really tickles me. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm delirious. I'm sorry. Then Cedar was like, oh, um, I think Fallon or Felicia gave a bullshit excuse. Like, oh, you know, the pressure just got too much to people and they left. Then Cedar was like, well, that speaks to their, um, that speaks to their authority level. And that speaks to their character if they left. Girl, bye. You ain't been in the house. You don't know. You don't know what hell those twins have been wreaking havoc on the house like girl cedar just stop stay in your position inside the tv you don't know what's been going on she lets the ladies know that they have a wardrobe fitting and that they need to find outfits that bring them together as a cohesive group and that they need to vote for a final queen my i wanted to throw this pencil in the air like a queen ain't but two people left like what the (laughs) We need to have a final queen vote, but child, they go ahead. They're going to stick beside it. They have the final queen vote. Shamari goes into it saying that she knows who she's going to vote for, and that is Keely. <sighs> Felicia. Uh, Felicia counts the votes, y'all. <laughs> 
Keely has two votes. Felicia has two votes. She has to pull one more vote to be the tiebreaker. <laughs> Yo, why Felicia win? <laughs> Keely still loses the, <laughs> the vote. Keely ain't never gonna be queen. <laughs> I'm just like, even after all the stuff that's happened, after all the fights, after all the tears, after everybody leaving, Keely is still a loser. <laughs> But Felicia says, you know what, as queen, you know, I'm going to do what was supposed to have been done and let's, let's produce a great project and let's get to work. I'm just, Keely girl, why are you here? Keely, Keely, why are you here? Are you not embarrassed? Are you not embarrassed? So the ladies return to the studio. This is the first time they're recording with <laughs> just who's left. <laughs> Shamari says it's fight or flight. You know, they ain't got time for the bullshit. It's time to get to work. They're trying to, <laughs> gosh, they're trying to um, produce some songs, decide which way to recut the vocals. They're discussing Pam's gospel song. Cosine is trying to produce it. He says that um, the, there's, so there's two versions of Pam's song, Pastor Pamela's. There's Cosine's version. And of course there's Felicia's version. They are trying to listen to Cosine's version, but I don't think Pam is really feeling it. Keely isn't really feeling it. She says that her vibrator gives more attention than Cosine does. Why y'all gotta be picking on Cosine? Why? Cosine's just like, well, this is how this version is gonna sound as opposed to a demo or to what you guys originally heard. Felicia storms out because she's upset. Fallon is upstairs cooking. She's just like, I don't like that Fallon called my song a demo. Like, I'm just very offended. I'm just like, again, again, we starting with Cosine again? You just made up with him. Oh, my God. So Felicia pulls Cosine to the side to ask if they could speak. He's like, all right. Cosine was just like, oh, look, what I do? I'm like you, Cosine. What the fuck did you do now, bro? What did you do now? She says that she just feels disrespected by him because she he called her version a demo. And I'm just like, my leave the man alone. Leave the man alone. And he's just like, you know what? I apologize. And she asked him to just treat her as his equal. Stop being so goddamn sensitive is what I'm saying. Every... Cosine could say up, right, left, right, and y'all would be offended. But Cosine just caves in. He apologizes, child. And they hug, and she's just smiling. And I'm just like, you just want to fuck Cosine. That's what it is. You want to fuck him. You want to smell him. You want to be all up on him. That's basically what it is. It's like a jealous girlfriend throwing a tantrum for the smallest of reasons. I don't understand it. Um, Next, we have the wardrobe fitting with, I think, the guy's name was Darius Rusher I've never heard of him but I'm sure he's like a bit for him to be booked on a Carlos King show I'm sure he's in his bag (laughs) he's telling Pastor Pamela that you know we want to be respectful we want to make sure we have a cohesive look especially with your gospel song so he asked Pam you know you want to do a church robe or a turtleneck And this nigga was dead at, like, I thought he was joking, but he was dead serious. And Pam has her shades on and she's just like, uh, no, I want to look dope. I want to look fly. I'm just like, do you know who you're talking to? Stud queen elite Pam from Total. Pam back in the day, always had the torso showing, always had the belly button pierced. 
next to nothing crop top on like do you know who total was back in the day bro like they weren't dressing like church ladies sir especially pam she was the one who had the most flair back then no sir i would say if i had to look back on total style they were definitely like motorcycle chic and which is funny because when they start pulling out outfits for the group that's kind of what it is it, it was giving me Aaliyah hot like fire because Phineas and Ferb you know they wanted to do like tomboyish baggy clothes motorcycle chic Shamari said she wanted to be like a sexy tomboy so when they started pulling outfits I'm like y'all y'all are pulling directly from Aaliyah like remember when the Migos did motorsport that's those were the vibes that everybody's outfit was giving me except for Shamari Shamari kind of just stood out everything was flashy and very very sexy (laughs) Felicia starts to get upset because she and Keely are like okay this isn't a cohesive look because Shamari's over here looking like Beyonce and we just looking like we don't connect so Keely thinks that the fitting was a disaster and that the wardrobe stylists need to go back and pull more outfits they had a cohesive look it's just that Shamari wasn't into the left I don't know they weren't they didn't give it I don't know maybe they were there for hours and it's edited for tv to look like they were there for five minutes but I was just like y'all can find a cohesive look like he had racks of clothing y'all just were not y'all looking y'all weren't looking hard enough and honestly what Phineas and Ferb were wearing they looked a mess like they were like oh we'll wear anything y'all just need to decide what y'all want to wear but y'all wearing like mm, it was giving me y'all don't know how old y'all are tees since y'all wanted to age shame Lamisha and Irish sis and you would think with less ladies there styling would be a breeze but no sir so that is a disaster all right Next, we get Aaliyah Janelle fine ass, and they're having rehearsal for the choreography. <laughs> How many of y'all have started saying choreography? I'll wait. She um, says that even though they have a lot less people than what they started with, they are starting from ground zero, so it's time to hit the ground running. All right. Basically, they're getting the dances down, but everyone's noticing that they're still they're still not gelling it's not going as quick as they thought it would and they come to the conclusion because cinnamon the vocal coach is there she's like and everybody else is like you know what we need keely keely needs to be in here dancing and um i mean let me tell y'all so i say a lot about keely in her lisp and her throwing chicken but you can't deny that keely was boom cacking back in the day if 3lw didn't do anything else they did choreography okay (laughs) the choreography had hits okay 3lw did a lot of dancing and they got never mind i was about to say nothing messy they got practice from the moons from doing something else with peppa's husband but anyway i think they know that if it's one thing keely can do she can provide the choreography (laughs) provide the hits she can still move and even on the first episode she was in that studio as big as she is. She was pop locking, dropping it. She was doing the the dance dance moves. I think that's something that does that's ingrained in you when you're a dancer. That just that doesn't go away. Even Pam, when she started to get back into the rhythm, she still had the little move. She had a little something. Now Cherish, I don't really remember them. Do it, do it. I don't really remember them having like top notch choreography. <laughs> but um, you know, if you lead a horse to water. Keely is on the phone with her husband 
she's just like, babe, with a glass of the Kirkland Costco wine. She's just like, babe, like, they, they want me to be in the group. I'm going to have to be in the group. And her husband is just on the phone. You know, she married a white man. (laughs) He's just like, you, you made a decision when you were going in that you weren't going to be in the group. Don't be in the group. You're going to end up doing something you don't want to do. Don't be in the group. Now, the only reason I think her husband is so adamant and that Keely is adamant is because if y'all don't remember, this Carlos King has been shopping around this premise for a long time, this show, um, for about eight years now. So Keely was involved in the original pilot of this show um, back with, was it Latavia? One of the ex, there's been so many damn many ex-members of Destiny's Child, but I know y'all know the clip that's viral with, it was Keely, it was Melody from the Pussycat Dolls, and it was one of the girls from Destiny's Child. They were doing the same premise that they're doing now, and there is a clip of one of the girls from, De- the ex-member from Destiny's Child being like, oh, I was a great singer, and I brought everything to the group, and her and Keely are having a disagreement, and Keely's just like, girl, you, you, you were not known for singing in Destiny's Child. So I guess when Keely was involved in the original premise of the show, she went through all that drama. So I guess the agreement for her and Carlos King to work on this again and actually get it shopped around and bought by BET is that Keely would not actually be in the group and go through that stress again. So I think you guys can find it if it's on YouTube or look on Twitter I don't know what they were calling the working title then, but it wasn't called, it may have been called the Encore back then, but it was called something else. But they had different former girl group members. But I think, and I've been meaning to say that for a while. I don't know if I've mentioned it, that Keely has done this premise before. So that could really be why she's so hesitant up until this point and why she's so hell-bent on not physically being involved in the group. But we're going to get more into that next week. That was the end of the episode. Y'all, they gooped me. I did not think that Lamisha and Irish were going to leave, but they did. And child, we, I think next week is the season finale. I think. Still don't know if there's going to be a reunion. I'll try to look ahead on the DVR for that, but I will let you guys know. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. I can be found at K-D-A-S-H-D-I-O-R on Instagram and the Twitter. Hit me up if you guys have questions or comments um please 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 (laughs) y'all the cdc has been playing in our faces if you're not vaccinated go get motherfucking vaccinated and if you still refuse to do that put your mask on y'all like we we about to buckle down and go through this shit again so please stay safe wash your hands wash your asses please don't be musty like mila kunas and ashton kutcher please take showers and clean your legs all right clean your underarms too while you're at it god damn it just wash your ass okay (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening and i'll see y'all next time bye